Welcome to the Stillwaters Podcast. I'm TJ. This is Brumbin. This is Sukmeet. Let's get into it. What do you guys want to talk about this week? Yeah, so the Olympics are wrapping up and um, the struggling U.S. basketball team made it through the final and they finally won the gold medal. So as expected. Yeah, four years in yeah. a row. Or sorry, not four years. Four Olympics in a row right, now. Yeah. As expected is the key word. Um, they, if they lost this, it would be mad But like everyone yeah, expects them to win. It's, it's not like, oh, this is like headlines that they won. It just it, Now we're interested because they lost the first couple. Yeah. It's only the real big deal out of this is that Katie um, like stole the show, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 29 points. Yeah. Great offensive display. And I think what I really liked about this is it shows me that maybe basketball is shifting away from the three-point a little bit because... Back into the mid-range game and yeah. Yeah, yeah. so KD, he's he's going off like... He, Again, he's a good shooter from outside, inside, anywhere, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But if we looked at it like percentage-wise, he shot 33% from the three-point, yeah. which is still a good amount, but he shot 66 in the two-point range, anywhere yeah. inside the arc. So layups, post moves, all that stuff, right? He shot 66%, right? Yeah. And again, piling up with uh, what happened in the NBA Finals with Giannis yeah. killing them without having a three-point shot that's deadly, right? Yeah. It's kind of shifting the whole game towards a more like balanced yeah. inside-outside game. Which the mid-range is, is still, still yeah. an active type of game to play in basketball. I feel like yeah, uh, Steph Curry coming in and changing the way the game's played is is a big deal and it, it's a great evolution to have, but like the mid-range is not dead by any means. It, it was never dead, period, because like, you got DeMar DeRozan, who's a great mid-range mm-hmm. shooter too, right? Yeah. yeah. So you still have players like that in the league that are deadly in the mid-range. And I just feel like teams have moved away from that, but there's still a lot of stuff you can do in the mid-range that still needs to occur. I mean, uh, my whole point was, I guess, boring as these Olympics have been. This Olympics has been, or this at least the basketball has been impactful because it's showing you that like uh, it's not it's just not the states that are dominating yeah. the sport anymore. Yeah. So I'm I'm predicting there's gonna be a lot more. Uh, Foreign oh. players coming in for sure. Well, I think Kobe said it the best, I think, in 08, where he was like, other teams are catching up. You're yeah. never going to have the 92 Dream Team ever again because since that day, every single country has been on, like, let's start developing our programs in basketball. Right? And how about that, like, the, the men's basketball team, they're having a hard time recruiting, like, the major stars and stuff. They're yeah. struggling to find players this time around. Um, I don't know, we'll see how it goes forward, but, like, I think we're talking about this maybe off camera, how uh, the, the ambition is different. For them, like, they'd rather win a championship, or the international players, they'd rather win gold. Gold for the yeah, 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 no, no. Because there's more glory in yeah. the Olympics for them, but for NBA players, the biggest accomplishment it's is winning the NBA championship, yeah. right? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Kobe also said it uh, after that as well. Yeah. After he retired, when uh, FIBA was happening, he was mm-hmm. like, USA, don't get comfortable. And this year, it seemed like they were a little comfortable. Yeah. And even the, the final game, it was it still close. It was still close. close. Yeah. It was... I mean, again, USA was leading for most of the game. There yeah. were a couple of points where France had the lead, but for the most part, it was USA was dominating. But yeah. they didn't have like a huge lead at any point, right? You know, they were still within striking range of uh, France, right? Yeah. So it was it, like they only lost by yeah. Wait, five. Honestly, points. going into it, you would expect US to win. Like, going yeah, into sure. the tournament, too, you have the expectation that uh, US is going to win the gold. So it's as expected, but I think the shocker, like the loss to France in actually tournament play and the previous losses to Nigeria and what was the other team they lost? Spain. 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 
well, coming in, right? That was the biggest shocking factor where you felt like is the team even clicking? But yeah, it all worked out for them to the end. But I gotta say, it's still as expected. Yeah, no, but yeah, like I think it's not as sick for the USA. Like you're expected to win. This shows there's a niche on the armor, yeah. and so it shows like to the rest of the world yeah. that these guys is not the dream team. They're human. Yeah. You could beat them. It's like the women's soccer team, right? Like everyone thought the US women's soccer team was so dominating the world number one. They hadn't lost what like forty three yeah. games, and then the first game in the tournament, they lose three nothing to uh, Sweden. They lose the semifinal to Canada, and like they won bronze. And yeah. it, it changes, but it's also women's soccer is evolving, and other countries are catching up. So you, but Canada still killing that. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for, now. for now, Christine Sinclair, let's just, she might be retiring. She might be retiring. <laughs> no, but she she carried them. Like yeah. honestly, just yeah. saying. Uh, yeah, but what I was gonna say is, you guys are saying that it was expected them. For them to win, but I think what was not expected was them to win by only five points. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Like, that was but again, it goes back to the case of when like other countries are developing their programs, they're developing their players. Also, rookie systems in these countries work different than it works in America. These mm-hmm. people are playing in adult like man leagues where they're going. With like bulky players, well, like the rules are different, and yeah. now they're changing the rules in the NBA yeah. too. But it's also like rookies come in from college. The college co- competition is completely different to like what Luka Doncic oh, yeah, okay, so yeah. uh, grew up in. He's no. playing in a men's league, yeah. professional league, Before so his yeah. body like yes, yeah. matured. Yeah, so right? he's playing in a professional league, so he's getting those reps in. While like a lot of college players don't have the same rep. like long. Uh, Lamelo Ball, right? He played. Yeah, I was gonna say Lonzo. <laughs> no, Lamelo. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. He's we, very, he's very immature in the sense of like uh, playing as well. Yeah. But like you know, I think it's more so of the. But he's body. developed a skill set because he got those reps in playing in professional league yeah. outside of America. Yeah. Right? And that's how the development program works outside of America. Nobody goes to college and stuff. If yeah. they want to play basketball, they're playing basketball at a young age and going into these leagues. To play right, yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, continuing with the basketball conversation, yeah, there's yeah. big trades happening, a lot of trades in the offseason, very yeah. busy offseason. Let's oh, just yeah. stick to the Lakers because I think like that's like, the most interesting. <laughs> well, <laughs> not the most interesting, but they're like stacking up their lineup. Well, I yeah. want to talk about the Bulls a little bit too, um, but yeah, like, a lot of uh, big trades <laughs> are rappers as well. Nah, but the, the Lakers, oh my goodness, they got what Russell six players, they got yeah. first. Yeah. And then, and then they got six players for fifteen million. Mm. Six yeah. players for fifteen million. And Who's at their front office pulling these? Bro, it's a right? GM, bro. He's getting these deals done. <laughs> it's LeBron. It's LeBron. LeBron. Oh my goodness! LeBron it's crazy. GM. Yeah. No, Head coach GM. You name it. He's everything. They, they got a lot of like old Lakers as well. So yeah. it might just be those people have wanted to come back to the Dwight Howard's back. Right? Dwight Howard's yeah. back. They yeah. got uh, Kent Bazemore back. Yeah. They got Ariza back. Uh, they got. Ellington back, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, those those four were all players that used to, to play for the Lakers, Lakers at yeah. one point, and now they're coming back. So, it, you know, you could also yeah. say it was just the love for the city, right? Although, you know... It could be, like, oh, it could be the love for LeBron. LeBron. And That's what happened. Yeah. Most... most uh, yeah, no, Lamelo, what he signed for? Just a one-year contract? Sorry, Mello, Carmelo Anthony. Oh, sorry, Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, he, he was a short-term signing, right? Yeah. But, yeah, he... Him on the Lakers with LeBron and, they get, they and have, Russell Westbrook. They have a chance to get a ring, yeah. Yeah. That would uh, be interesting, though. Yeah. Dynamic. No, obviously. But they're they're really good friends, right? Yeah. So you could see them having, like, uh, a type of fun play amongst them. Yeah. Whilst not, not having anyone get, like, too 
ball hog or possessive, yeah. right? Well, it depends. We're going to see a couple of games from how they mesh, but like I feel like they're going to have the deepest bench in all the league. Yeah, the trade were crucial yeah. though. Like, GG after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, it's interesting because all, all these big names. Mm-hmm. But if anything from these last uh, playoff season, yeah, you don't need you the super team. Yeah. You don't need super team, yeah. especially if you guys are not like really taking every player. They're injury prone. Yeah, yeah, like it's well, not it's not like oh it's gonna be Lakers or Nets yeah. for the last oh, three, yeah. next three years. Yeah, like it was with the uh, Cavs and uh, Warriors. Warriors. Yeah. It's yeah. more up in the air now for sure. Oh yeah, I like that as well. Though. Yeah, like, yeah, it's more interesting. It's more like yeah. yeah. Also, the smaller teams in the NBA need to be at the forefront because what's the point of watching a sport when you know it's like yeah, especially like I was gonna say market, yeah. this year I think was the the most interesting playoffs because. Well, so as soon as, watch, as but yeah. Yeah. I know, but as, like that, you could blame to COVID as well. Yeah, but yeah. as soon as you know the big names got eliminated, I was like, I don't know who's gonna go to the finals. Yeah. I like it's, yeah. it's, yeah. I can't tell, right? And yeah. it was interesting to see Suns and uh, Bucks, but you know that's beyond the point. I never guess that. <laughs> yeah, yeah but what I was gonna say is, now that Westbrook is on the Lakers, what do you guys think Westbrook's stats are gonna be like? Do you think he's still going to be the triple-double machine? No, no, or? no, 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 no. I, I feel like... LeBron's going to sit him down, bro. He's like... <laughs> he's my team. But it's also like there's too much firepower in that team for one person. Like, for him to do triple-doubles, he was on the Thunder where he needed he's, to play yeah. the lead role, mm-hmm. right? And then he went to uh, Washington? or No, he went to the Rockets first. first. Yeah, he went to the Rockets. And that then, small ball didn't work out for them. And then he went to Washington. Again, he had to carry Washington and he had to show four there. Yeah. Right? That's why he has those. I feel like he's a great player, but I sometimes I feel like his stats are inflated because he's in teams where he has to carry a lot of the burden and the weight. Uh, I don't think it's just that. I yeah. think it's also... He's he, super competitive. Too, he, right? like, yeah, that's super that's competitive. it as well, right? Yeah. Well, like, he is super competitive. So do you think like uh, when he went to Houston... Like, there's, like, a trouble I have him. Like, is he going to be able to play the second? Or is he going to still try to be the lead scorer? But do you he, think he is? Or Like, my question is, do you think he's able to fulfill the role of a, as a second option or even a third option in the Lakers? No, I think so. Yeah. He He's, like... For all we know, they won't match. None of them match. Yeah, they no, match I was, was going to say, like, it, there's a lot of hate towards Westbrook. Like, oh, he just... My guy I was going to say, there's a lot of hate towards him where it's like, oh, I believe that this guy... Is like you know just like this and that, but it's more so he just wants to go and get it. Yeah, and he doesn't yeah, care how when, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. when KD was on the Thunder, he didn't mind playing second fiddle to KD, yeah. but yeah, it, he was still putting up crazy like stats. But like KD, he was setting KD up. KD was still like mm-hmm. winning scoring titles and stuff like that, right? Yeah. And like you know, like it's crazy how they worked out, and then you know they they split up, and then Westbrook had to come in. And take the main role, and now people are like, "Oh, like this guy can only play the main role; he can't play the second role." Well, yeah, also, I get what you're saying with that, but I, my my whole thing with Westbrook is just like that competitive nature takes you a long way as an individual yeah. player. But when you got to, uh, to play with five other guys on the court, and you don't gel with them, and you're gonna play like a ball hog. Like it worked for Kobe because Kobe had support. It, it's different. Kobe era Lakers is different compared to current era Lakers because. Kobe, the players he had around him were supportive players, right? The main yeah. show was Kobe, and everyone in the Lakers knows. They had they had a role yeah. that they had to yeah. play, and they all yeah. knew it, right? Yeah. They that's why Jeremy Lin didn't work out for the Lakers, right? Like mm-hmm. that's another thing. Yeah. Uh, but the the whole point is that well, Kobe era and current Laker era is different, but it all depends on if Russell understands that. Like he has a role to play in this team. The final goal is 
championship, championship. Yeah. it's not just about him as a player right? like, yeah no but he has that drive to go and get it which is yeah. why i'm saying he might not go and get every single rebound this year mm-hmm. right yeah. but he's gonna do what he can to yeah, help yeah. The that's what 100%. i think right 100%. so like you know he might average only four rebounds this year as opposed to like almost the triple double that he mm-hmm. did the previous like yeah. couple of years right uh but he will still have a lot of assists as long as him and lebron can figure out yeah. how to run that point guard position properly yeah. right because lebron uh, he's the type of player who if he has the ball in his hand he's able to create right so yeah, he's able do you, to facilitate and create but, yeah, yeah. like westbrook is that type of player as well so yeah. who do you trust to have the ball in their hands bringing it up the court is it lebron or is like, it going to be westbrook again that's my point like we got to see a couple of games um right and i feel like it's going to be a slow start to the season mm-hmm. to like we're going to see like a couple of like games lost and we're going to but that's just them working that's, things out. Right? Yeah, that's what happened with the Heat. Load management too, though. Yeah, that's what happened with the Heat though as well. They had that slow start, and even the first year that they were together, yeah. they lost in the finals to the Mavs, right? Yeah. And everyone's saying it was because they didn't gel properly. Yeah. But as soon as they figured their roles, what they went and won, yeah. what three? No, two, two out of three titles, right? Yeah. Two yeah. yeah so you speaking know. of the Heat. Now a man Lowry got traded there. Mm, you see yeah. the post? Where, uh, yeah, really yeah. heartfelt, right? And yeah. Honestly like speaking, love the city for sure. Yeah, he, honestly speaking, I would have wanted to keep him, but I get it, right? We're going straight into restructuring. That's that's where you got to look at. Yeah. It, like if, if you're a Raptors fan, um, we had a great run, but Kawhi left, and we had nothing to build around. And then the season after, Mark Gasol and Ibaka left. Yeah. Right. So it's just like. Again, we're not the greatest market to come play in, and we we all as Raptors fans have to recognize that, right? Like as much as we get behind the hype, we also have to recognize like a lot of players don't want to come play in. Sure. It's a smaller market, so we have to work with what we've got. But did you hear what Ben Simmons said? No, so they're either. trying to trade him. He doesn't have a jump shot, so no, I don't no. care what he says, right? Like <laughs> so they're, they're trying to trade him, and but like their seventy uh, six are asking for a lot more than he's like they predict he's worth yeah, right now. They're asking for hard yeah. level of players. Yeah, yeah. So but and he's also making it more difficult because he's like, Yo, I don't want to play. No, he's like, I'm a young socialite. I don't want to go to a city that's not really like. You want you be well. He can go play at Shanghai with the Shanghai Sharks because he's good enough for them. Right? Like, did, come on, like he said, he's cares. a young socialite, which means he really either wants to go to Lakers or he wants to go to Nets. He does. He wants to go to big markets, basically. Big market cities. He I, he I, said I, he he's a great. Want to, he doesn't want to go to Raptors because it's a smaller market. But like that shows you like what's his, where's his focus at? Like you yeah, to go there. Yeah, his whole thing is like. He's, he can be a really killer player in all uh, around the game if he can <laughs> get a jump shot. He can if I can get a jump shot down. No, it's like uh, what did uh, MJ say about Charles Barkley? He, Charles Barkley does all the dedication to win, so they never win. Yeah, it's like that. Boys. Yeah, Kobe said that about the thing too. Ben Simmons. He said exactly the same thing I'm saying right now. Like, hey, if he worked on that jump shot, he would have a complete yeah. game, and he would be a force to like. He would be the next LeBron, which is what he was supposed to, to be, be yeah. when he was coming to the league. Because he has the same, he has the same frame, right? He's yeah. what, a tall player yeah. who could play the point forward yeah. for you. But LeBron has a sort of a shot, right? Like yeah. again, it's not like the most Steph Curry deadly shooting, but at least when LeBron looks down, you know that he's about to wet that, right? You know yeah. he's about to splash him in whoever's face. It doesn't matter. It's a yeah. cheat code, right? But Ben Simmons doesn't have. That. But it's also, I feel like it's complacency with uh, Ben Simmons, right? He feels like, oh, he's a good team, and he was like well, the top also- pick. All that it's a lot of complacency, but you gotta remember when you're in the NBA, everyone is equally as good as you, and you're only as good as as much as you work on your game, right? 
right? Yeah. I think it's more of a loss of focus. Like, wasn't there, like, uh, I think this last season where he was, like, streaming four games and shit. Oh, yeah. Or, like, they will yeah. catch him, like, uh, partying during, like, uh... Is it the Kardashian shirts <laughs> with him, too? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't think so, but yeah, I get what you're saying because it was a lot of he was playing video games and stuff like that. So yeah. I understand, right? <laughs> no, it's it's, <laughs> it's you need to put in the work in that's order to be great. Yeah. And if you're not gonna put in the work, someone else, then is. you're not gonna be yeah. great, right? And that's like maybe he just wanted to be the best Australian player, and like you know, once he became that, he slowed his role but you know maybe he just wants to be the best streamer and basketball player and that might be <laughs> with success in yeah, yeah. He, he reached the the point in the nba where he had to stop so now he's switching over to streaming to <laughs> let, let, let's quickly touch on the bulls because they made some big moves but i feel like they're not getting a lot of attention compared to the lakers mm-hmm. because the lakers they got like what like six players yeah <laughs> six players 15 million that's yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy but, bro. but yeah the bulls made some big moves and i think they're going to be very competitive Mm-hmm. I was going to say they have a good one, two, three right now with yeah. Lonzo playing the one. They could have Levine playing the two. Yeah. And then they could have DeRozan right as the uh, small forward, Work. right? And that would be a great starting lineup because each of them fit that role so perfectly. Lonzo is like one of the most pure point guards that we know. Yeah. And also now he's developed his shot. So he's kind of like... Yeah. A taller version of uh, CP3, just not as... Uh, I'm kind of surprised that as... can let him go. Yeah, but, you know, he's not as good at, at shooting, but... It's probably the dad, though. They don't deal with dad. <laughs> but here's the no, thing. He's, he's, he's distanced himself from his yeah, father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that, too. Right? Uh, so, I don't think it's that, but regardless, at Levine, he has that perfect two-guard yeah. mentality where it's like he, he has the firepower in. Lonzo has the playmaking ability and DeRozan finishes off with the best mid game, mid-range, mid-range game, game. Yeah. Rosen slashing is like elite Lead, even though yeah. like people don't recognize it but they they have they have a couple of good uh big men as well yeah. right so uh, I think what it is though they could have that good like smaller guards and then have like just role-playing big men and that would take them far enough as they yeah. need, right? And it's just a matter of now getting past the other big names in the uh, East. So yeah. as long as they could do that, I think they have a good chance, a fighting chance. Yeah, I, I don't know what the Brooklyn Nets are doing this offseason. I've not kept up with them. Um, they made a couple of trades. Uh, I can't remember the top of my head right now. But they're, they're that's, the most I feel like they didn't they, have much. They, didn't they, have much. They, got like, they got a little bit deeper bench, but yeah. uh, I think that's the I'm biggest sure main competition. For I think that's what they really need, though. Uh, well, obviously, uh, and, you can't and discount and the Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah, you can't dis- discount out the book, Bucks. So yeah. well, they lost PJ Tucker, though, no? Yeah, they lost PJ Tucker, but you know, PJ Tucker is. Uh, he said this even during the championship speech. He was like, they brought me in to be the dog, and I looked around like, Everybody here is dogs, though. Yeah. We're all dogs. They just don't know that they're dogs. And now that they won the championship, I think they all know that they are the dogs, right? So losing him, you know, it, it might take a little bit off them, right? Yeah, but, but they can make some moves to they, make that position up. A they little have bit. no, but they yeah. also have that confidence now that that winning championship, mm-hmm. right? That brings a lot to a team, right? So I think they're gonna have that renewed sense of. Yo, we're the top dogs now. We need to act like, like that. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. If I was the Bucks, I would try to keep 
I would just try to run it back. Try to keep the team intact as much as possible. Speaking of running back, the Suns, in my opinion, they re-signed Chris, uh, Chris Paul, yeah. right? But I think they need to do something else in order to run it back again. Because well, they... What's, what's his name? The tall guy? Ayton. Ayton. DeAndre yeah. Ayton is my main thing as well. Yeah. Just like you are yeah, saying. Like, again, in the playoffs, he was the mo- in the finals, he was the most disappointing, I gotta mm-hmm. say, because... His play was not at par at what you expect from him. Yeah. Uh, Booker's doing his role. CP3 is doing his role. Where's Aiden? He's yeah. uh, slow fouling people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, true. That's what I'm saying as well. So it's the same thing, I think, with the whole Ben Simmons mentality where yeah. it's. He I has, made it. He has the frame and stuff like that, but he doesn't want to put in the work. You gotta put in the work. Uh, but I also yeah. think it's just like it's it's mentality, right? Like when you set goals for yourself, and like when you reach that goal, you don't see anything beyond. It's like, oh, I, this is where I want it to be. This is where I am. Right? And like sometimes the drive and hunger also dies. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's the case for them, but I'm just saying like mentally for many. People, oh, for sure, for sure. Because yeah. like if you think about it, like when you saw them on the court, Giannis wanted it way more than yeah. Aiden, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is why they. They lost sure. to the Bucks, right? It's because, you know, the Bucks just wanted it more. So DeAndre Ayton needs to show that he wants to win, right? And if he can do yeah. that, mm-hmm. then I have no doubt Great. that the Suns can run it back. But, you know, they also need to well, do something in order to... I'm just saying the Kardashian curse still exists. <laughs> Bro, don't, don't discount saying. Booker like that. I mean, I get it. He was kind of underwhelming in the Olympics as well. He was shooting pretty bad in Kardashian that. Kardashian curse. <laughs> Probably still sad about that the, the flight with the, yeah uh, Drew Holiday yeah <laughs> that flight <laughs> they're partying you know he's just like you know on the way back he's like yeah this is not a chip <laughs> yeah no I I get it so as long as the Suns can uh, do something in order to make themselves better and if that be eight yeah. and getting better yeah. I think that they could run it back and yeah, you know they they do stand a chance to you know take the Lakers to maybe a couple games right. So. Also, rule changes are happening. <laughs> yeah, they could lose like five teams. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, man, the Suns are a good team. I think that they could probably lose in six. Right? <laughs> you know, Suns in six to lose. <laughs> uh, finally, wrapping up with the NBA, rule changes happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're changing the rule with the shooting and running into a person. Mm, about time. About uh, time. It's going to uh, really affect Trey Young. <laughs> Trey Young. <laughs> That's it, bro. The Trey Young era <laughs> has ended. <laughs> it's ended, bro. So I'm sorry. Start the, um, nah, Trey Young is a killer, but he was he was, he was always going like this towards the person. Man. Yeah. Like just well, in the summer league, it's gonna they're gonna showcase the rule. Let's see how it goes. Um, Jen, let's see how Trey Young adapts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, but I, I think uh, I think that's a good move on their part uh, yeah. because. We saw it in the Olympics as well. Yeah. A lot of the players were trying to force contact and the refs weren't giving them anything. Yeah. FIBA is, rules and NBA rules need to have a mishmash. Just, and like, like, there's some rules in FIBA I really like where I'm just like, play continuation and like those stupid fouls that are called in the NBA, which really piss you off and slow yeah, down the game. For sure. It shouldn't be there. Like, I was just going to say, um, like any rule that lessens uh, referees and ball mail referees, like yeah. leaving a decision after a referee is for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's always going to oh. leave a sour taste in someone's mouth. Yeah, oh, of course, of course. Like the fans are always going to be like, oh, 
the rest all the yeah, game. Yeah, this or like, that, right? Which is... <laughs> we as Raptors fans have said it so many oh, years ago. Oh, no, but we've <laughs> also said it in the other way as well. Yeah. And people have said it to us as yeah, well, yeah, yeah. right? Especially during the championship run, right? Yeah. They were like, oh... We're getting sick all the yeah, way. Yeah, which is like, you know, that's why I'm saying... if. You're right. If the refs yeah, have the, less involvement, yeah. it's better for the yeah. game. Let's make the uh, AI referee. <laughs> That's perfect all the time. No, no, no. But I, like, I think the human element, element of it is important, is, is important as well, as right? Possible, yeah. No, but it's important as well if you think Plus, about like, it. I don't want like, another repeat of the Lakers versus Sacramento Kings. Oh. Game six? Yeah. Is it game six? I don't remember at this point, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I see what you're saying. Uh, as long as I think the players decide to play properly and yeah. not force contact, right? It's just better for the game bit, yeah. overall, right? And, uh, I think they're keeping the play in as well. Yeah, the play in, I, I didn't really I care really for care, it. Yeah. I didn't care for it. It, it, it makes things interesting. It does. But, it, 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 but you gotta think, think like, you're giving nothing. these underdog teams a chance to like, play but in. But they always have a chance because there's always eight teams from each conference, right? Yeah. So it's like, it's not like the underdog teams aren't going to get their chance. I see they what they're trying to chance. do. They're trying to make it a little more exciting and mm. like evolve but the game. Like the game, It didn't add anything for yeah. me, if I'm going to be honest, right? I, it I made sense it. in the bubble. When they played in the bubble, it kind of added an element like, oh, I tuned in during the bubble mm-hmm. to watch it because I'm like, oh, the plane's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dame's team can make it. Mm-hmm. Right? And all yeah, that. I get that. But I get that. after the bubble, it didn't make sense to me either because mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah. I mean, the bubble, it didn't make sense, sense either. It didn't make sense in the bubble either, if you think about it, because the Suns went a perfect 8-0 in the bubble, and they didn't even get a chance to make it to the but, playoffs. But it's also so, like, the reason they included it in the bubble is because games had been played prior, and all this yeah. Yeah. dating was set, so they're like, okay, might as well, mix, might it well. Up, right? yeah. mix it up. I get it, I get it. They but, had to do something. They yeah. used a weird time. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's all good, but, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll only be able to figure it out once the season actually starts, so... Once we start to get a couple more games and start seeing what happens, and, yeah. you know, we'll see a glimpse of stuff in summer yeah. league, but and not then much. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll figure it out from there. So I think that's uh, wrapping up sports. So what else are we going to be talking about today, boys? Um, well, the next segment we literally the baby <laughs> and the backlash. Backlash. <laughs> 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 so if you haven't heard, the baby said some. Uh, has some comments about uh, HIV and homophobia. I didn't know how to preface this, but uh, um, we were on to focus on uh, how he's getting dropped by a lot of venues and the the, the backlash, the, the backlash, the backlash. Right? <laughs> um, but I, I feel like this is where the philosophical debate starts. Like, there's the artist. And then there's the, the artist yeah. works, right? Oh, like, do you mean like separate? Yeah, can, art yeah. Artists artist, like, can can you do that, or does art mean like uh, they're they're inseparable? Yeah. Right? If you if you want to get really deep about it, you can say that everything that they do is art. Yeah. So technically, what he's doing right now is something that you need. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think because art's. Like, I feel like art's a lot more subjective. It depends, like your how I feel about. A tape might be somewhat related to like the uh, musician, mm-hmm. but it's also like my own how I feel about the tape. Also, yeah. how like where I was in my life when I listened to it, mm-hmm. what the mood was, yeah. and I think that's a lot more. That's a more yeah. a bigger component mm-hmm. than the artist themselves. For for me, uh, I've kept it simple in the sense that like if you're an artist, especially an artist who's trying to get out in public and like present itself, then it's not acceptable. 
Okay. It's not separable. You make you, like you're putting yourself out in the public. I understand. Get, get, get fame and all that. So your comments and all that hold a, a bigger value. Mm-hmm. But it's all that's also I come from a profession where like the stuff I say is also hold, held at a freaking higher standard, right? So it, it's the same for artists, right? Like some people out there will take him way too seriously, mm-hmm. and it has a negative impact on everything else. So I feel it's fair to have a backlash. Out. Mm-hmm. It's actually it's interesting you say that. It's made me think of this uh, Emma Doom quote where mm-hmm. he's talking about how why he wears the mask. Yeah, I can't remember the quote exactly, but he's basically talking about um, uh, it's about selling the music and not selling. Yeah, the exactly. Right. It's like Sia. Sia's yeah. the same way, right? Like, uh, oh yeah, Sia you can't word, see her. Yeah, you can't see her. Yeah, that's what she, that's she, what the name is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but the, the whole whole thing with her is the same thing, right? Like she doesn't want like the following the like that that's why she goes around a lot of artists say that yeah. they say they want to go out in public without yeah. having the public mob them and stuff yeah. like that right uh i think uh like some artists really mean that right and some artists are just saying that when they really like the attention yeah right so it, it becomes like it, it's a fine person- line they're walking yeah. on I, I get what you're saying but like my biggest thing is just like if it's like Billy Bob down the street saying stuff like the baby said just to a private circle of people because he believes that has a lower value and like for me as a person compared to an entertainer who a million people listen to and like hardcore follow right like there's people out there who probably listen to all of the baby's albums and they like follow him hard and all that so when he says stuff like that it can influence them to think a certain way and behave a certain way yeah. and that's not fair to especially to a community that has been ostracized for way too long mm-hmm. and just a lot of nonsensical claims being made i don't know the, the thing about the claims um uh, <laughs> i don't know how to say this the thing about the claims it just what it says to me is this guy's not educated yeah, and it, i it, it, haven't it, it, seen Miley's response where she's like she wants to reach out to him and like talk to him about this is not a, but, a gay disease or whatever. Yeah, hundred. That's that. I think, I think that's, that's the, the best, best response. response. But, yeah. but I've always also seen. I've just, always said this too. But like each individual as a person is great. But when it's a group, when they're a group of people, it's mob mentality. It's mob mentality, right? Like the no, baby but, doing that is creating a mob mentality yeah. of like all these people who feel a certain kind of way, not feel a certain kind of way about the baby, and they really like him, and some yeah. people don't like him, right? Well, also it was also like. Uh, it wasn't just what he said. It was like how he was acting afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he wasn't like he wasn't immediately apologetic. Uh, apologetic. Yeah, yeah. You saw the stories that he did on Instagram right afterwards. Yeah, he's like, "Yo, you guys are just drumming now because he's the marketing employee or whatever." Oh, not even that. But after he did it, he was like, "There was this one story I saw, like a highlight or something like that," and he was going like, "Hey, but all my fans really know the straight ones and the gay ones, like you know this and that." Like he was trying to say, show how like. He doesn't care if you're gay, right? He was yeah. just saying that shit for saying that shit, right? And like, you know, he didn't like I don't know. he didn't mean no hate because he knows that he has gay followers as well. And he but, said that they they were still rocking out, they still had their camera phones in the Yeah, air. but like him yeah. saying yeah. that is also him it's being like ignorant of the fact of like the community and the struggles the community's gone through, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And yeah, it is very Yeah, I, again it goes back to the point he was saying, like, the baby clearly seems uneducated on it. And him to go out to Instagram and say that just shows the level of like not no, understanding but, or insensitivity. Yeah, or just very like uh, very ignorant of the situation. Yeah, like no, but not, that's exactly yeah. what like the whole Miley Cyrus thing that you said. The, Charlemagne said the same. Sure, yeah. Charlemagne said the same thing. Where it's like this whole cancel culture thing is incorrect because when somebody does something wrong, you're not supposed to cancel them. You're so supposed to teach them, teach them why it's wrong and then make yeah. them better. Right? It's, it's interesting. Like, you, can't if have, you just drop somebody when they do something wrong, then. 
we ain't gonna have nobody left, but right? Here's the thing, right? Like, there's two things to it. People are gonna cancel him regardless. We mm. can't stop them. Like, if someone tomorrow is like, oh, I'm never listening to the baby again. Yeah. People are gonna react how they react. Yeah, they you, you react. can't control that reaction. But I agree, like, someone sit down with him, have a conversation with him, talk to him about, like, hey, this is what the LGBTQ plus community has been through, yeah. right? And you saying this, perpetuating this kind of violence against them for a very long time that has existed, right? And yeah, it's, those, it's only way that they actually move forward. If you just keep yeah. shouting each other, then there's going to be more entrenched in their thing. But I also yeah, believe there should be... It's going gonna, it's gonna to make a divide, basically, for where sure. it's one side of the yeah. people who are... Thinking positively and one side that thinks yeah. negatively, yeah. but you're not going to have them together. Right. They're also, all going to think their own thing, right? But once this culture, also, it wants yeah. people to be perfect. Like, as soon as you make yeah. a mistake, it's right, time to end this guy. You can't have someone like Malcolm X, who started out as like a drug dealer and then became like a lead social uh, rights leader mm-hmm. in today's society because oh, they find out oh, this guy used to sell drugs. No, we can't promote that guy. <laughs> Unless your uh, venue, then if you're selling <laughs> drugs or if you're killing people, that's it makes fine. Sense. It when makes you say sense, something right? homophobic, yeah. cancel that. So that's that's another that's thing the, where it's he, been very hypocritical. The, the backlash, the backlash, the backlash. The backlash. So him getting dropped by a lot of different places, right? So what are your thoughts about him being dropped I, after this? I agree. With there should be some repercussions for his actions, hundred percent. But I feel like with the um, the whole like let's cancel him, this that. This also creates a fire under all the the other side of this uh, the spectrum, uh, who who is going to be like, oh, we love this. Yeah, the one thing I I don't remember which, it's the Supreme Court of Canada case, uh, R. B. Keekstra, I believe. Oh uh, yeah, I know that one. Yeah, you know that one. <laughs> uh, but like, it, it was just a. It was, keep up with it on Law Twitter. Keeping up with Law Twitter. But, follow my burner, brother. Yeah. But <laughs> follow my burner. Um, but I, I was. Uh, my whole point was that it was a hate a hate crime case and. Basically, I think it was Justice uh, McLaughlin at the time. She wasn't Chief Justice. I'm not sure. I don't remember. But but at that point, she was like, "We give uh, if we in those situations, in these kinds of situations, when we start giving this kind of light to such crimes or blah blah, blah it gives media attention yeah. to unnecessary things and it allows it to increase in society. So it has a negative impact, right? Like you know how it's like, well, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Mm. The same thing here. Like the more light we give the baby on his. Uh, Stuff, it's also it's building also a fire under for the opposite yeah. side of the spectrum and like allowing them to be more vocal and whatnot. When what we should be doing, that kind of side of the spectrum should not exist because people are going to be people, people are going to love mm. who they love, blah, blah, blah. But like, who the fuck cares about your opinion on who's fucking who? Like, Legit. why the fuck do you care so much, right? Like, Bro, okay, low key, when you said Justice McLaughlin, I was like, yeah, she's repping the Besides that, though, besides that, say, like, it's kind of, sorry, but it's kind of hypocritical of these venues that you have, you promote, like, where's your morality stance? If you're okay with these guys talking about killing other black people, um, or you're okay with talking about selling drugs community or ruining the community, you're fine with that. But it's the no. hyper focus of the times, right? Like, no, 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 also, no. I think it's he's, he's right. No, no, I agree. Sense. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm agreeing. It's like we're so hyper focused and like this person said this, cancel them because we want to be on the right on this. Yeah. 100%. I like, okay, you want to be right on something, but like, what if tomorrow uh, something, let, let's just say like what he was saying, he was right about it, which is not true. And like all of a sudden, these guys are just sitting there like, oh, Right? Yeah, yeah. No, I get what you're saying yeah. in like a broader sense, yeah. right? But what I was gonna say is like it doesn't matter. These venues, 
they're not doing the right thing. They're just doing what they, will make them more money. It's clearly yeah. money motivated. It's, yeah. They're, they're doing it's, what it's would like make them more money. Pride, like all these companies were like, put the rainbow flag up, and you're like, yeah, for that. Did that corporate greed at his best? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're exploiting. Like, they're exploiting the yeah. home. Yeah, yeah, there's no Mercedes really cures because what? they put a, a pride flag on their envelope. Bro, right? It's like, even worse than that. Remember the? Uh, I think it was. I think it was Chicago. I don't know. It, in like 100% certainty yeah. but there was a city where they made like a walkway that had the pride flag right yeah. and as soon as pride month ended they at paved. night they <laughs> paved it over right Bro. so it's like did you really <laughs> did you really care or were you just doing that because everyone else was doing Bro, something it's like they're waiting at red <laughs> Bro, honestly it, it happened <laughs> overnight it, it happened overnight they're just like yo like off this off this they covered up it's like these companies bro the moment pride month ends is back (laughs) back but the point is it's like yes it's great it's giving recognition to a community that like has been through hardship but it's also like if you look at it they're only trying to incorporate you to pull you into their brand and like make you think they're progressive progressive but in actuality who knows what the executives at the company do and what their procedures and whatever is i think it's it's simple they don't really care Care. it's all about the profit they just want the money right so it's so it's good for them to be on the right side of things because like at least we don't look negative and we continue selling our stuff right yeah yeah i get it my whole thing is like if we just focus on the baby um, this guy raps about killing people or raps about selling drugs. I don't have a problem with that, but of course these venues clearly don't have a problem with it either because they they hired him. Oh, and yeah, then yeah. Also yeah. on top of that, this guy also in self-defense killed two people. You don't have a problem with this, like a, like a yeah. self-defense uh, killing. Mm-hmm. You don't have a problem with that either. But all of a sudden this guy says some homophobic comments and you're, you're worried because the thing is, like, they didn't have a problem with it. They only had a problem with it when everybody else had a problem with it. It's the same thing when you're yeah. saying mob mentality. These venues wouldn't care if only three people said, hey, yeah. you yeah. can't say yeah. that, right? But as soon as a lot of people started saying it, these venues are like, oh, let's drop him, let's drop yeah. him. And a couple of them tried to cover it up by saying, oh, we didn't we didn't want to drop him. He, le- he left a no, month ago, The right? thing is, it's like, but also look at it like if you think about it, uh, hip-hop back in the day, 80s, 90s when lyrical rap and like India WA era was starting right like all the mainstream people hated that yeah they were trying to uh, they keep them down keep them down because they didn't like the subject them. matter right? yeah but it all like, became debate a uh, debate about this is my freedom of speech this is what my reality is yeah. and what I've been through and a lot of people relate to it that's why they listen to us right that's mm-hmm. why we have songs like fuck the police and all that but <laughs> <laughs> uh, but continue yeah, but, but but the point is just like the backlash was there too at that yeah, point, but then yeah. society evolved into this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. It's evolution it's over smarmy. time, right? Like it's it's, it's natural smarmy. evolution over time on beliefs of what society thinks is important and not important. To so I feel like if you're censor. you're taking a moral stance, you can't be selective with what outrages you. Yeah, of yeah course. Like, oh, yeah. your morality yeah. needs to be like actually there and not like just. Mm made up whenever you want it to be right you when need it to be serves your checkbook best, exactly yeah. right and like <laughs> you can't just drop somebody or well you can drop somebody but do it for the right reason mm, yeah. right so and don't be selective yeah it's the tensions behind what they're doing yeah right? why are you dropping them right and like the, the same thing it goes with the what kanye did right now donda oh, yeah. right he dropped the baby on donda but do you think that was because of his comments because uh like kanye has said this stuff long before like in 2005 or something like that about how hip-hop hates um like uh homosexuality and stuff like that and like he was very like a good stance towards them so is it because of that or 
you know, is he just dropping him for like, the, you know, before we get into that? Don't you think that's a double standard too, then? Right? Like, what? like Kanye hasn't been canceled. People love Kanye. Oh, but the thing right. is, like. <laughs> Kanye, he just has that wild fan base. It's like you, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he fanatical. What, what, fanatical. I think Kanye is actually really smart though, because what what was he supposed to get canceled for? Like, can I just go over what he was supposed to be canceled for? Yeah, okay. No, I'm, I'm asking you. I like, don't, dude. I don't remember. Like, they were like early two thousand. Okay. Oh so, yeah, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I can't think of anything else. <laughs> no, but there's things he's done. It's like borderline. Everybody want to cancel. Everybody want to cancel him after he had that whole Trump stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah. they didn't cancel him, and like I understand why he did that Trump stuff. I, Trump I think, stuff I think there's just some artists that are above canceling, like Dave Chappelle is another example of that. But again, the sphere that Dave Chappelle occupies is a comedic uh, sphere, and he said it before too, where it's like, hey, it's satire, and if you can't get with it, don't listen to me. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, I can't. Uh, that's the reason why Tyler the Creator can never be canceled as well. No matter what that guy says. You're not going to take him seriously. seriously. <laughs> everything he says is just going to be a joke, right? Yeah. So you don't know, like, if you're going to take him seriously or not. Right? So, but, like, regardless, like, Kanye, like, people want to drop him, but he has, like, a reason for what he's doing. The whole uh, Trump stuff, right? He mm-hmm. mentioned that very long in his album, right? Like, mm-hmm. way before he said mm-hmm. something like, I'm going to make my son a uh, Republican so that uh, white people, white people yeah, would, like, like him and stuff yeah. like that, right? Mm-hmm. So that you know, voting for Trump stuff or like, you know, the supporting Trump stuff, yeah. was that more just a move for him to make himself more perceived by, you know, racist people or stuff like yeah. that? Like, the thing what? is with the Trump stuff, like, uh, if you look at the, his political donations, they've always been uh, to Democratic. Democrats. Yeah. And he even donated to Hillary's campaign. Yeah. The thing is like, uh, I think the whole, the whole Trump stuff was he was just trying to get people free. And he's like, if I'm, he was like, if I'm not, I, I think he said in the pod, uh, in an interview, he's like, I wasn't going to get an interview until I put the hat on. And mm-hmm. as soon as he started putting a mega hat on, he got the interview. Uh, he, hyperbole, his bag of stuff. he just yeah. went uh, ape shit wild, basically. It's all hyperbole he did. And that's what it is. What, what a two-party system does to your country. Yeah, he, sure. he exploited that to its best mm-hmm. ability. I feel like that's what it is. It's exploitation. He saw like, there's this whole group of people that feel like, ostracized by mainstream politics and he captured that vote right? yeah and that's very smart on him to do that yeah just going back to your original question of uh why did Kanye, Kanye drop him uh, yeah. yeah my thing is like maybe it's because of the comments but it's also like i'm not really sure how much this guy is really up to date with the news yeah because he's locked up in the like, stadium right now. he has mike dean as a hostage <laughs> <laughs> bro he's giving someone a fade bro he's giving someone a prison fade legit he's in a cell bro going to sleep. he has that weird clock on top too yeah so, but i was gonna say that also leads into the whole donda stuff like yeah. donda it's never gonna drop right? it's never gonna drop no i i think it's coming i think it's, it's coming, expected but... on monday on itunes bro isn't like frank ocean drumming for him now what? Yes, that's what I saw. Like new releases, Frank Ocean has a single or some shit. Really? Sort of, or maybe it might, it might be a feature on a song or some shit. Okay, maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah but, but yeah, I was gonna say the whole uh, like him dropping the baby on Donda. I don't know if that you're right. It might not be because of the news, because he's been on live stream for like the last couple of <laughs> days. Bro, you fucking working out, bro? Can we just talk so about all the costumes? Can we just talk about all the costumes he's been wearing? No, I don't want to talk about that. No, wait, wait, no, <laughs> not that. Okay, <laughs> I heard this. So, 
context, I don't know if you know, but Kanye was walking around in like his bare like underwear. <laughs> I just had like his like print just on the Bro. side. You watch it religiously. You know, he, I'm not. I'm not. These are all off Twitter. I'm just saying right now. But so yeah. Twitter means why I didn't see the pic. Yeah. But DJ is describing a mad detail. <laughs> He's like, let me draw it for you. <laughs> nah, but. Uh, yeah, I think Donda Donda is gonna come out soon. Yeah, uh, everybody is really hyped for it. Already calling it album of the year <laughs> without it coming out, but there are a lot of good albums yeah. that are coming out right now. I mean, uh, Bro, uh, what did Moss put out? King's Disease Two. Before we get into that, I just want to say you can't levitate into the stadium like <laughs> fucking SpongeBob if you're not coming <laughs> album of the year. Oh, that's <laughs> fact. Yeah. That's fact. He, he had that whole lift up and stuff. I but. feel like with Kanye albums, they come out. Everyone hates. At first, yeah, that's all it like, is. Like with Powerful One Models, everyone gave it a bad review, and then but a couple it, years later, they're like, this is genius. Same thing with Jesus. Jesus was ahead of its time, and that's yeah. what yeah, that's exactly. what it is, right? You know, he's been ahead of his time so much, right? So, so like, Donda, I'm, yeah, but I'm not expecting any, like, Jesus is earth-shattering like, reviews. I was going to say, I've been hearing is actually good news and shit, like, uh, yeah. the one with Fight for Four and then uh, Playboy Cardi being loud about that one. I don't know. I'm, I'm ex- really excited for this one. You're excited for Donda. Yeah. I think I think Donda is going to be a good album, right? But um, without it coming out, I'm not going to say it's album of the year. I don't know those those hard to it first. Exactly. Right? I'm not going to imagine the music. Right. So that one's that one's it's still set to come out. It's still set to come out. But we already have a couple albums, and I think like a couple of these could be contenders for album of the year. We're in, like, you know, deep into the year already, yeah, so, like... Midway through, a little bit more middle, middle Past, past. Year. So, like, we could start discussing album of the year. King's Disease 2 was a pretty good yeah, album, we, right? I haven't listened to it yet, so... <laughs> <laughs> I continue, before, like, continue. Before you get into that, I just, I just want to do some segments. Yes, so be, this is your podcast, though? <laughs> this is going to be a reoccurring segment every week. We're going to be doing our track of the week and also... Uh, the new releases of that week and what we're most excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, no, only took me to be doing it. This is Suck Me featuring TJ and Brumbin <laughs> on Smack of the Week. <laughs> nah, but um, new releases, I'm going to say it for the third time now. Case <laughs> disease number yeah, two. <laughs> <laughs> Nas put out that album. I'm moving on from that now. Let's talk about The House is Burning. Isaiah Rashad, third album that he put out, third masterpiece. It's a really good album. Personally, I think it wasn't as good as The Sun's Tyrad, but the the album started off really slow and then really picked up towards the end. And when it ended, I was like, it's over? Like, that's it? I wanted more, right? It was Isaiah Rashad is just that type of artist, and we'll talk about it more next week, right? Uh, but right now, I think what we're going to be doing is... Hold up, TJ, before you get to track of the week. <laughs> I'm kidding. I just, I just want to uh, include some of my thoughts. I didn't finish listening to it. Like, uh, I just didn't get an opportunity. I started it. But uh, I don't know. One thing, like, I noticed this was a lot shorter than Sun's Tire Ride. And I was like, oh, that's actually kind of a good thing. Because Sun's Tire Ride was a little bit too much... Uh, like some of the outros was like, all right, you could have done without this. Or and the some skits. Of, the skits for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just some of the songs. They're trying like, too much. Yeah, it's like you could have. Uh, so the way that this album is made, if you listen to it from start to end in track order, yeah. right, the way God intended. <laughs> okay, but like you, this album you, over here. If you do that, right, each song's transition yeah. is smooth as. Hell, bro, this guy was... He's gonna go home and only listen to it on Shuffle. Fuck you, DJ. <laughs> but honestly, honestly speaking, the, the transitions that he had for this album 
what a god like bro like honestly I'll, we'll talk about it more next, next week, week yeah. but this album in my opinion the transitions were crazy so man, me so. and Sakmeet are gonna listen to it on shuffle <laughs> and you're gonna listen to it uh, no, yeah definitely excited for that one yeah so uh, Sakmeet you got the next uh, segment that we're talking about what is it yeah track of the week uh, you finally well, got your chance <laughs> so this is basically uh, the reoccurring segment it's gonna be about uh, whatever like songs we're gonna listen to it doesn't have to be only hip-hop and it doesn't have to be new releases it's just whatever like it was on repeat for us right? on repeat all really popped out yeah, um, yeah. each um, week we'll try to get something different well we might go mainstream for you guys but for the most part we'll try to keep it like songs that you might not have heard of yeah right so let's get mine was uh okay, i'm over first mine was uh <laughs> uh nas nas featuring <laughs> Life is a dice game. How do we remember that? Well, you know. Also, hyper focus on the intro. <laughs> yeah, Life is a, dice, a dice Game, game. <laughs> by Nas featuring Corday and Freddie Gibbs. It was interesting. About completely this. different side note. A song I really like by Corday is Winter Time. Good kid. What's interesting about this one is supposed to come out, I think, in '93. Uh, they never re- or don't know, they never released that during the time they just kept it on the beat and then Hip Boy like fixed it up yeah. and Nas, I don't know it's just like Nas mentioned this on the song yeah, as well yeah, yeah. Right? you could tell it he went in again even before he mentioned it he, he freestyled at the end but yeah. he, he could tell like this is like an older beat it was more mm-hmm. of like a throwback vibe but yeah. it's a sick it's, song and it's crazy that he had a Freddie Gibbs and Corday feature yeah, back, in that <laughs> <laughs> back in wow, that day back in Corday was sick with the Nas references to the yeah yeah, the he, was, yeah. he was saying that he was born when uh, it was written was uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was crazy. That was crazy. No, like, what, what you saying? This guy, he came straight to the booth that day. What are you talking about? <laughs> he was born in 96, but was on a 93 song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Like, Freddie, as always, mad versatile. He throws like on any beat. He always fucking does it justice. Yeah, he does his he does his job really well. Uh, I think... He's an all-around banger, bro. What I was going to say, though, what I was going to say was, I think Corday... When, when it comes to the chorus, I think Corday really did the course oh yeah for sure yeah. right but you know freddie and nas they didn't like you know they don't have that voice to do that type of course yeah, yeah. freddie was kind of there but nas really wasn't so I nas think they sh- nas wasn't. that's what i'm saying that's why i she think they should have had corday do the chorus for each of them yeah right i understand like nas probably had his recorded from mad long ago well, right i also think it was just more like this is more about the lyrics they're just trying to recapture yeah. that vibe yeah. of the past yeah, yeah back for in sure. the day the, the chorus wasn't like it was not popular. not like that yeah so, yeah but yeah Actually, Corday did the good job. Yeah. yeah corday really uh, he, that's what stood out to me was the, his chorus was the sure. chorus for sure yeah, bro yeah. right it was really nice yeah, yeah but um you know you go we'll go down the line okay fine fine my uh track of the week this week was actually called you, you want to say it for me? <laughs> I don't remember. What was it? How do you? How do we remember yours, but you don't remember ours? It was uh. <laughs> you don't remember. Mario, I remember his. It was Mario, right? And the, the song is called. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The song is called. Um, you actually forget? You fucking. I actually <laughs> forgot. I'm be honest with you. Uh, I know what you're talking about, but I don't. Uh, say it's, 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 the song is called. The hell is the song called? 
Just a Friend 2002. Oh, oh my goodness. Just a Friend 2002. And you can tell how much of a banger this was because he forgot <laughs> yeah, about it. <laughs> 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 Bro, you forgot your song. Yeah, that's the same thing happened to me. I just oh, told you. This is so on repeat for him. Nah, but actually, no. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It was on repeat. And it was so crazy because I, like, I, I listened to the song. It was in a show that I was watching. Mm-hmm. And it was in the show. And I listened to the song. And I was like, that's a, that's a nice song. So I went and I found the song. And it's actually a remix of Biz Markey, right? Who did a song, like this song, right? And that's yeah. why this one is called Just a Friend 2002 because Mario redid it in 2002. He remixed it, right? And in this one, he says, um, but you say I'm just a friend and Biz Markey was saying, and you say he's just, just a friend, a right? So, you know, there's that difference in them. Yeah. But like uh, this one, it's not a rap song. It's R&B pop, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, he was a hip hop rap. This is more R&B and pop. But I really like the song. It was just really catchy for me, man. Yeah. Like, it, like when I heard it in the show, I was like, damn. And then I noticed why it, it stood out to me yeah. was because actually this song was also remixed. The remix was remixed by Tory Lanez on Chicks Tape 4, which is why I remember the song. Because I heard it in Chicks Tape 4, yeah. right? And that's it's just a really interesting song to me. So that was a repeat for me. <laughs> I'm going to change it up from hip-hop and R&B, go to classic rock song that's been on repeat is the When the Levy Breaks by Led Zeppelin. Um, yeah, it's an old blues track that originally existed from, but Led Zeppelin redid it. And I think the greatest part is the Robert Plant playing the harmonica in the start and the crazy heavy drum beat that John Bonham plays on it. Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard it, listen to it. I think it's a great song to sample off of Yeah, uh, if you're listening to it, but it's also like the It'll take cra- you back to the 1971. Yeah, yeah. Also, like the crazy drumming that John Bonham does, and no one can ever do that ever again, in my opinion. He's a crazy drummer. Led Zeppelin in general is very sample worthy. Like, yeah, I'm not yeah. like. I'm but like, a lot of Led Zeppelin is copy music of yeah. old school blues, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, and like a lot of their music, like Stairway to Heaven and all that stuff, mm-hmm. has come from other places, and they've taken. Uh, artistic, uh, what's it called? Uh, Interpolations. Uh, yeah, yeah. Artistic liberties. With them. Uh, yeah, artistic liberties. With them. So, um, but I really like this song. It's one of my favorite Led Zeppelin songs. Yeah. Well, they didn't have some bangers. I'm not too familiar with them. Yeah. But like everything I heard, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. It'll work out. To this. <laughs> one of the greatest guitarists of all time and the best drummer in my opinion ever uh, on the same band, just creating magic. It, it's it's a brilliant track for sure. But there's something else. Yeah. Yeah. Something uh, different. And yeah, this is this is a rock song as well from the 1970s, right? So we got 2000 uh, R&B and pop. We got 1970. Uh, I'm an old man. Uh, Leave me alone. <laughs> and then we got uh, 1993 with 2020 uh, hip hop. So you know, it's a, a huge. Oh, wow. well, let's change it up. We'll do a reverse order next week. Yeah. <laughs> you find something old. We'll do shuffle mix like that. <laughs> nah, but yeah, so. Uh, that was uh, it. Next week, I guess we're going to be looking more into the House is Burning because honestly, I think that album is uh, in debates for album of the year so far, right? Well, don't know the album of the year. <laughs> Without being released. Zero listenings. Yeah, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. The listening parties, bro. You got you to gotta include those. Yeah. 
but they have no volume on uh, the live stream, the right? Yeah. So what if there is no volume on that? It's complete silence <laughs> for two hours and 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Everything he does is silence. He's giving them a fade in silence. It's working in his Yeah, but... Um, there is audio on on the live stream. Oh, is there? Yeah, that, that's the Don playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I guess that's it for this week, right? Uh, all right, so that'll be it for today's podcast. Uh, thanks for watching, everyone. Uh, comment, like, share, subscribe. You know what to do. Follow on the, all the handles in the description below. And we'll, this should be appearing right now on screen. And we'll see you next time. Subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Find us on Spotify and Apple Music.